Well, welcome back to the Down for the Count, ladies and gents. And this time we just got me and Alexis because the other two had to dip out. Janae still has schoolwork to do. And Nicole is living her life, okay? We're letting her have her moments. She needs her time <laughs> to shine. So we're going to do the roast sessions because y'all have been begging for months for us to do it. And the wrestlers have been pretty decent, okay? They've been pretty calm. Okay, nobody's Don't been doing anything on good behavior because they're aware of what we're doing probably right so some of these people are going to be kayfabe roasted which means we're going to roast them on their character which in the near future that may be how we do the roast sessions because we just need the material okay mm -hmm. and they give us such good material okay so we're gonna mm -hmm. from here on out as long as people are on their best behavior we will roast their characters not the people mm -hmm. But today, that ain't going to be the case, okay? So uh -uh. just so we give you a quick disclaimer, okay? We are joking, cracking jokes. We are not alleging or encouraging any type of harm on any person, okay? Despite what we say, we are cracking jokes on people. And while we understand that these people play characters, we are talking about the characters and not about the people because we don't know them like that. Okay. Unless the people so, playing said characters do something egregious. Well, she got a print. So we will only be talking about what they have been done that has been put out in the news. These will be alleged facts. Nothing has been proven. Okay. So people are innocent until proven guilty. But in the court of uh -huh. public opinion, these are the alleged facts that have been put out. So that's what we're gonna talk about today when it comes to these certain people. So we are gonna talk about them. You are gonna hear things that you may not like. And if that is the case, you can leave this podcast out and go to our previous podcast. We do have one more bonus episode coming. You can wait for that. But this mm -hmm. one, we, we finna, we finna, we finna fire some people's asses. <laughs> and we know there's a certain documentary that came out. And if you guys are thinking we're going to roast him them tonight, no, we, we are, but we're not going to do it tonight. You guys are going to have to wait. And that's something all four of us are going to join in. So last roast session of 2022, and then y'all get a bonus episode to get you through the holidays. So Merry Christmas, Happy Yule, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy whatever the fuck you celebrate at this point. Yeah, holidays, happy holidays. Yeah. It is the holidays, and since we're in such a giving spirit, we got six people today to roast. And guess what? All the female wrestlers, they've been doing their thing. They ain't did nothing. So these are all men. <laughs> mm. You're welcome. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> so we're going to start off with the lamest of them all, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. Oh, child. Oh. He's the lamest of them all. I think he's just the yeah. easiest of them all, honestly. He's giving very much Barney kid. <laughs> but it's, you know what? It's, it's giving nepotism baby. Like, but even if it's a nepotism baby, don't you have to have, like, be good at it? I mean, you would think, but I mean, look at half the people in Hollywood that are considered nepotism babies. Even Curtis Axel is a product of the wrestling world. His dad was Mr. Perfect, right? Curtis yeah, Axel but... wasn't a bad wrestler, though. 
he was he was actually really good and his and he didn't his personas weren't bad when he got to the b team he was pretty solid in the b team with bo dallas and you know what that's when i really started liking both of them because i was just because they dropped like trying to make like well i mean it's hard with bo because his brother was like still is one of the biggest stars in wwe right now but he found his own but like him and Curtis Axel, that worked. Like that was a very strong, like little truth he had going on. They were strong as a tag team. They held the tag titles. I think yep. SmackDown and SmackDown and Raw, right? right. Yeah. On show. So they were good. They were great together. And the thing was, when you stopped pushing them to be like his their dad, they did great. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but Mo Dallas did the did the beat when he grew out the beard and the pillow like, I'm like what the fuck where have you been <laughs> he was, hot. was, I, was hot. I don't know what's ha- I don't know what's going on with you babe but you're 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 a bit corny honey and at first I, I, I said well maybe it's not intentional it's an it intentional thing but it's like you thought honey, it was cute I okay, so I was very much on Dom's side when he first debuted because I was like, okay, he's bigger than his father, so he's gonna have a little bit more, you know, leg work, but he's very, very stiff and he doesn't have the the agility that his father has and his athleticism. And at his height, he seems to be uneasy at his height. And I was like, okay, with time, he'll lose that stiffness and it'll be better. He uh-huh. doesn't. He, he doesn't. And uh-huh. now he has defected from his said father. And you decided that he wants to hang from Rhea Ripley's coochie hairs for the rest of his natural life. Okay, Ripples uh-huh. is out here tearing up families and destroying families. And then Rey Mysterio led her. Uh-huh. I'm like, like you should have with his ass. Okay. Like, that's the thing. Like, like, why isn't like his mom running out beating the shit out of Rhea Ripley? I know that I, look, I know Spanish mom. Spanish mom scared the shit out of me. Like they can make me feel like I did something wrong and all I did was walk into their house. Okay. My thing was how come you let him walk in your house and then you got like four or five people sitting at the table. Not one of them motherfuckers helped you. Nobody did nothing. I was very upset by that. First of all, what you're not about to do is walk in my house unannounced. Right. And then my leg is messed up, but you hit me with something in my leg, and ain't nobody do nothing to neither one of y'all. It's only two of y'all. That's a Spanish house. It should have been 15 people in there. Right. And bare minimum. You got at least six people in the fucking kitchen. Thank you going to walk in my house like that. I wish you would. I wish you would. It's at least nine people in this house at a given time. There's no way. White, but I'm from the country. You walk in my house without being invited, I will shoot your fucking ass. Period. Like, what is wrong with you? And I got an axe now. Thank you, Maj. <laughs> <laughs> and then what really killed it was Michael Cole's <laughs> Oh, Michael Cole, Michael Cole said oh. his spoiled brat and his witch of a girlfriend. Child. I died. I'm Michael, Michael took their answers to the night water. He did. He took that personally. Baby, that was funny. Oh. I don't care what nobody's saying. It was, it was, 
it was the truth because God people are like yes. Yes. your ass is pussy made you are pussy made there's no redemption coming from any of that you sir are just a bitch in a body that could possibly be great but you're not even packing on the muscle to be able to do that you don't serve wrestler you serve somebody who was given an opportunity mm. while everybody else is out here working you are reaping the benefits of said opportunity mm. i'm gonna need See, you to right. step your coochie up i i just do so from a non-case bay point of view dominic i'm gonna talk to you like a mom this time around um i mean it was cute when he first showed up he did the 619, we all popped, and then there was that cute moment where, like, he lifted his dad on his shoulders, and I was like, aw, you know, <laughs> like, it's cute, but why so fucking tiny? Like, I forget how small this is. Yeah, I'm small dude. Like, I keep forgetting, and it's just like, damn. But, like, you know, he had some, he had some good moments with Ray, they had the tag titles, and that's when we were saying, like, oh, you know, Ray's on his way out because he won the tag titles. Look, I love Rey Mysterio, but I agree with Nicole and Janae and Tiff. We all, this is the one thing we all agree on. We love Rey Mysterio here in this house. Rey needs to hang it up. He's getting too old. And I think the problem was, like, why Dom's not clicking is because we went through this before with Aaliyah. And, Rey, mm -hmm. I'm not sitting here trying to bad mouth your kids. Your kids, they need acting lessons like yesterday. Like, I know Ray Mysterio is not known for his promos and all that. No, I take that back. It was when he was with the Filthy Animals in WCW. He had great promos. <laughs> that Ray. Uh, oh, my child is coming upstairs. I can no longer talk about that. That Ray <laughs> didn't have no mask on. He was all cute with the he dimples was... and stuff. Ray was I cute. Was, I was like, okay, Ray Mysterio. All right. Oh. Here, you want to tell Tiffany hi and good night? Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Oh, good night. Um, I just wanted to say hello and good night. Okay, have a good night, Harley. Okay, get your PJs on, okay? We will. All right, I'll, I'll come pick you in because we're doing the podcast, okay? All right. Now I got to get out of mom voice. But like, <laughs> we've seen this with Aaliyah, and it's just like your kids aren't clicking, dude. It's just like we, I don't know what it is because I'm not gonna sit up here and badmouth someone's children, like in real life. I will. You know? I'll do it. I know you will. You and Nicole. Yeah. He deserves Nicole to be badmouthed. Okay, he is a grown but like, man. But it's nothing's connected. See, now I'm gonna get angry. Nothing's connected. Homeboy, you are the son of one of the greatest fucking luchadors to ever walk this planet. He has been all over the place at least three times. Mm. And you're going to let Logan Paul, and I will never get off his ass for this, you're going to let Logan Paul come in and do a better 619 than you who have watched well, your daddy do it your entire well, fucking life. He did that already. Even when it wasn't called the 619. You've seen him do this. Imitation is the best sort of flattery, and bitch, you ain't doing shit for your dad's legacy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because even if somehow you was um 
you were some you were somehow saying you were dedicated you was like at least trying to give you know your father's type of uh wrestling you ain't even close babe no, you're not even close i don't know you're like, what the fuck. you're like 10 miles behind what your dad's done and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be like he needs to do this this and this and this because of who his dad is but it's just like you're not giving us anything dom and at first I thought it was cute because you're doing this stuff with your dad. And I'm like, okay, you know, he's going to pass the mask on to his son. And then this crap with judgment day happens. And I'm just like, oh no, 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 no. Please, for the love of God, no. And then they do it. And it's like, he's not comfortable on the mic. No, he and is crazy like, on the microphone. And Are look, you too big, mommy? Oh, oh, baby. Ew. That's that sounded so creepy. That sounded so creepy. It was like, I get it. They're in this weird thing, but like, deep down, you know, the feminist in me is like, you know what? We've seen women doing this for years in wrestling. It's about time a guy was like this. But that's the only thing I can really give it right now. Hey, save wise though. However, dude, fucking suck. I hate like, him, but you know what? I will say not to, to, to just deviate from the roast for just a little bit. For the most part, Dominic is doing his job in terms of us not liking him. He is making that possible. So that I'll give I you all that. praise for that because you're doing that. But, other than that, you're terrible. But baby, you in a group with Finn Balor, who is a legend in the making, you have Rhea Ripley and you have Damian Priest. These are people who have been in wrestling for a very long time. You need to be learning from them. And bitch, if you're going to try to sound intimidating, borrow some bass from Damian Priest's voice and put it in your throat. Because I ain't believing a damn thing you say. And my eight-year-old that y'all just heard can sound more scarier than uh, Dominic Mysterio. He ain't got no bass. I think his balls ain't dropped yet. How old is he? 25, I think. 25, 26. There ain't no way that's a 25-year-old man. I'm going like I'm going to Dominic. I okay, there. first thing that came up. Okay. Yeah, Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Sure, you could try uh, uh, he was born hey, in Harley. 1997. Oh, Lord. Hey, Harley, come here for a second. I just want to do an experiment. Come here, baby. 2022. Can you help me out with the... Can you, you know how you sound when you get angry? Yeah. Can you do that real quick for the audience, honey? What? I just want to do an experiment. Can you, can you get like, well, how do you sound when you get angry? You go, Argh. does your eyes roll back in your head and sit? <laughs> <laughs> but you, you've heard Dominic Mysterio talk, right? Yeah. Okay. Does he sound intimidating at all to you? No. Okay. <laughs> oh wow okay so he is 25 years old they say he's 200 pounds that no where how tall is he? he how tall is he how tall are they saying he is he's six foot one which i can believe him I'm and him and Rhea is the same height mm. him and Rhea is the same height okay. so i can believe he's six one why don't you go put these up chinese on and i'll get your medicine okay yeah, i don't know sorry my She's been, she's had like a cold the last couple of days and been trying to deal with that. Top of finals, you know, being mom is so fun. No, it's just like, dude, you're not giving us anything. 
Like, honestly, your ass should have, like, after Ray and you dropped those tag titles, if anyone had a goddamn sense, like a sense, your ass should have been in NXT. Yeah. He could still go back. Yeah, Nicole's been saying that, though. Day, after he leaves Judgment Day, I would send him to NXT. I think that'd be a good learning curve for him. He need to be with the developmental talent and get himself together. Because um, I saw this, I saw this TikTok. I might have mentioned it before, so I'll make it shorter. Where people were upset that the Rock's daughter was in NXT instead of on the main roster, and majority of the videos that I saw that duetted or stitched that stitched her, they were all saying the same thing. Look what's going on with Dominic Mysterio. Simone would be eaten alive. That's why they need he needs to go to NXT. But that's my next thing. Is just like Dominic. When Judgment Day runs its course, and we all know that's going to happen because they're not doing anything. What are you going to do? What, yeah, what's the next step? Because if, if Judgment Day breaks up, they cannot, because we said it with the other thing. Edge is going to come back because there ain't no way you're going to, in my mind, there ain't no way you're going to beat me up and then you're going to beat my significant other up and you think I'm just going to go home and stay home. First off, fuck you. You touched my, you touched my husband, you're dead. work to do but I tell you this listen your wet behind the ears Similac breath ass is getting on my last nerve okay now I'm all for a good heel but baby listen what I can't stand is no whiny wimp of a man now don't get me wrong your masculinity is not tied to hyper masculinity okay that don't determine whether you are a man or not you being a man is biologically true, but it is your attitude that makes me want to slap the dog shit out you, okay? I can't stand it. I can't deal with it because you are beholden to this woman. Ripples is your only liaison into the judgment day. And for whatever reason, she controls how you move, what you say, how you walk, talk, stand. She is your only option when it comes to decisions. That irritates my soul it irritates me okay so i'm gonna need for you to detach from her motherfucking placenta cut it so you can go about your business okay because i'm tired okay cut the cord cut that umbilical cord today okay stop drinking her titty milk because we tired of that too stop doing that and get yourself together if your whole goal was to go after your father and turn on your daddy. You didn't need Rhea Ripley for that. No. You could have did that all on your own. But you're a coward. Because you knew if you had to did that by yourself, then your dad would be able to contend with you one-on-one. -on -one. But you also had the added measure of your father not wanting to fight with you. And nah, you AJ, too. So nah, you do some fight. AJ was being a southern dad and whooping his ass the way Ray should have been whooping his ass years ago. I mean, you, you had the added measure of being protected, but this, this, the disrespect 
it's the disrespect. It's the fact that you called your daddy a pussy on national TV that makes me very, very upset. And not to mention, then what is he? He's basically using Rhea Ripley to fight his battles. And you know what we call dudes who use their girls to fight their own battles? Bitches. Period. So there's just no way, honey. There's just no, there's just no way. And I'll put it to you this way. There are a lot of things that you would qualify as, but a a grown man is not one of them. You uh-huh. are a sad excuse for a human being. And you should be ashamed of yourself for how you've been treating your father. As mad as I am at your daddy, I'm more disgusted with you and how you treated him because he deserves to be treated better than that. All I got left today about Dominic Mysterio is that cut your damn mullet, look your fucking age, because oh boy, you're only like two years older than MJF, and why do you look like, or two years younger? What the fuck do you look like you're 16? That's fucking, oops, that's... We got good genes. I mean, I'll say that. He got good genes if he looked like he's 16. Mm. No, his. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about Dirty Animals, Ray Mysterio, because damn, she said you don't look nothing like your daddy, baby. No, you don't look nothing mama, like your daddy. That's true. You know he was, you know he was laying some good, good on down on Mama Mysterio, just like saying, Jesus Christ, Alexis. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. Look, my, look, my husband showed up. My husband got new boots today, and he wore his fucking kilt. And now I'm a little, <clears throat> I couldn't do anything because the child was home. So I'm a little mad at right But if you want to go ahead and send Dominic, I got to tuck her in and then we'll get in on the rest. All I just got to say is someone save that goddamn mullet of his and I'd fucking be in your servitude for the rest of my fucking life. Ugh. Well, Dominic, she said it's time to sentence you. We done praying down your charges. So now it's time to sentence you, child. Listen, um, first of all, I sent you to NXT because I feel like you need to go there. You need to live there. You need to be in NXT for the next couple of, for the next two years, you need to be there honing your craft and getting yourself together. I also sent you to break up with Ripples because she don't mean you no good. Just because you in a toxic, what type, whatever type of relationship with her don't mean that she wants you. She used you for a minute and she finna chew your ass up and spit you out. And when she do, I'm gonna laugh because it's gonna be funny because your daddy told you that that girl didn't like you like that and he is right. <clears throat> and number three, um, I, I do say, well, no, it's four because I got another one. I said you to leave Judgment Day for reals and, and go to the gym. Like, I need you to go to the gym and get some sun. Like, just... Y'all, I know you you be in Florida, California, somewhere. I know you put your sunscreen on and stuff, but just just a little bit of a of a tan, you know, just get you a little bit because you're a little you're a little light bright, you know, you're a little you're a little glowy, you know, you glow when you come out there, and when they put the spotlight on you, you be super bright, like shameless, like damn, um, <laughs> scare me a little bit, you know, just just get you a little color, just a little bit. Last but not least, um, I sent you to barbershop, baby. You got to go get that hair together. As much as you want to pay homage to Eddie Guerrero, um, 
I'm be honest. I feel like Eddie could have cut it off too. To be honest with you, he didn't have to walk around with that mullet. That was a choice. It was his choice. <laughs> um, but I definitely could have did without it. Eddie Guerrero was a, a, a very attractive man. He didn't need that mullet. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, and you can't bring it back. Like mullets, mullets always signify lower class, in my opinion. Only person who rocked it right is Eddie Guerrero. And mm-hmm. um, anybody else, they always look, it either looks unfinished, like the hair was not cut and faded properly, or that it was, always, yeah. like, like it looks like a really piss poor wolf cut. Oh, God. You know? I know and that's kind of what yours look like. And I, feel I know like, your stylist down here who does not want, who like refuses to do wolf cuts. She refuses they're, to do one. They're, they're not attractive on everybody. Everybody and, can't wear a wolf cut. And it wouldn't look so bad because I get it for some reason. Mullets are popular with the kids nowadays. I don't know why. But if it was at least, like you said, shaped up and styled, it wouldn't look so bad. It wouldn't look like, so hell, bad. Like, hell, throw it back at like a ponytail and butt it like Priest does, like his hair. Like, keep your sides shaved. Like, do something. But like, that, yeah, keep it lined what, up. Keep the, keep the sides tight. You know, um, Priest, Roman. Uh, Seth, they all get their hair faded and lined up properly. If you mm-hmm. had it like that, nobody would say nothing. But your shit now always look. look like your mom cut your hair. Now look, I wouldn't, like I said, I'm from the South, but sometimes you can hear my accent coming out. I grew up in Florida. And I grew up with kids and some guys in high school who had fucking mullets. But they kept that shit, line, like you said, lined up, trimmed. They used products. There was this one guy who had a mullet, then he like had a fucking rat tail too. It was fucking disgusting. Ugh. But that's like, a, well, at least he took care of it, I guess. Yeah, no. boom. I just know mm-hmm. that. Like, okay. So, Dominic, you need to go get your hair cut, baby. That's your sentence. Go get your damn hair cut. You need to break up with Rhea Ripley. If you don't, you fired. I'm not playing. We firing you. You don't break up with that heifer, you fired. You ain't gonna have no job. You ain't got no daddy now. So, you done lost that. You definitely can't go back to your daddy house. Okay, because you don't right, his house you, and whooped his ass. If you want to cut Dominic out of the will and give his inheritance to us, we would gladly appreciate it a hell of a lot better. Yeah, hell yeah, I sure would. I, mm-hmm. I would take Rickley, Rhea Ripley's ass out. <laughs> definitely would do that, okay? She ain't hard to beat. She easy. She got a lot Look, of legs. The tall, the tall bitches, all you got to do is clip us from behind on the knees and we go down. I know full time harden on her. She needs stick around. <laughs> we can use Daryl's not fucking around anymore, pipe. Well, we we got it. Don't even worry about it. Now you're gonna you're gonna get yourself together. We're gonna get you in a nice little rehab so you can detox from your little toxic relationship that you was oh, in. Get you away from these shitty friends of yours. Maybe we send you to one of Dr. Phil's camps. No, you know, don't send them to one of those. No. Why not? We can't send them to what is it, what's the what's the damn thing called? Dude, have uh, you not heard the some shit like that? Have you not heard <laughs> the shit coming out about these fucking camps and like all the abuse and shit that went down in them? Yeah, I know. Girl. <laughs> you just want his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to, man. That's all you fucking want out of life yeah, right we now. When we ain't gonna sing you to the one Dr. Phil on. We're gonna sing you to a nice one. It's gonna be called Pleasant Ranch. 
And you're going to go there and ride horses. And, you know, it's going to be just like, you ever seen the movie Heavyweights? Uh-huh. It'd be just like the movie Heavyweights. Where they go in there, you got a nice little, little, um, little lake you can swim in with the blob and toss you in the air. You can be at the camp with the other little kid. It'd be nice. It'd be real cute. Mm-hmm. Oh God! It's a nice little detox. <laughs> no, if you're look, Damien, if you want to hang out with the cool goth kids, at least hang out with the cool goth kids like Dark Order, because they're just like the goofy theater kids that just dress all black. Like, go hang out with Dark Order; they get you. I'm right. sorry, but that Judgment Day don't count as goth kids. No, because they're the ones. They're the ones who are like, oh, I stole this nail polish. You're fucking hot. The only one that makes sense is fucking Damian Priest, but he's been doing this. Finn Balor is so. not. I don't understand it because Finn Balor just be acting like he is so deprived of the, his youth. They have stolen every. I'm like, dude, you're like forty something. <laughs> what did they steal? What? I just jumped on my yogurt. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> Uh-huh. The, only ones that the only ones that look good were Rhea, or Rhea Ripley and fucking Damian Priest when it comes to it. But they don't even match. Like, not to not to extend this longer, but they don't even match. And we said this before. You, like, walk, you got Damian Priest with the fucking Puerto Rican flag on his gear. You got right. Rhea ordered, you got Rhea dressed up like a fucking dominatrix. Then you got Finn, who's got, like, a purple bandana sticking out of the back of his pocket. I'm like, dude, do you even, what the fuck? Everybody, they either look like they in a really and fucked then, up biker gang, or right. And then you got Dominic in a fucking button down shirt. I'm like, what right. the fuck? With big ass feet. I'm just like, but, but none of this fucking matches. Just none a mess. of this fucking matches, and it's just like they y'all just no. I know what Judgment Day is. They are the rich suburban kids who are like they want to make their parents mad. So they took their daddy's credit card and went to Hot Topic. That's who they are. <laughs> Think about it. Stop. It's, come on, it's true. You know it is. That is so messed up. I can't wear She is so stupid. <laughs> we got to move on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we can just be sitting here for hours talking about this. I gotta go take care. I gotta go like get started on the next person because I gotta cough up this yogurt. It's stuck in my damn throat. <laughs> that hurts. Okay, so Jeff Jarrett is the next person on the docket. Now, Jeff Jarrett is on this list because of two reasons. One, because his ass was at Survivor, was at SummerSlam for no fucking reason. Okay, none whatsoever. They made him a referee in the Street Profits match, and it was some bullshit. I didn't like it, and I still don't like it. And number two, he had that shitty ass fight with Ric Flair. Jeff, it was him, Jeff Jarrett, Ric Flair, and another culprit on his fucking list with Jay Lethal. I don't like none of these motherfuckers, and I feel like Jeff Jarrett is old, a verbal ass whooping, and he gonna get it. Your old country ass is getting on my damn nerves. Now, one thing I will say is your ass know how to go get a bag, okay? You will go and get you some magnets. If it ain't a little piece, you gonna collect you a check. Somebody is cutting you a check at some point. But child, 
Your old ass is getting on my nerves. Now you done popped up in AEW wrestling over in AEW. Go the fuck home. Sorry. I fucking called that shit. I want that to be known. I called this shit the second I heard that his name was coming to AEW. Fucking knew she it. Did. She did. And we were on the show, and you guys were like, "Well, if he does, but I'm like, no, he's gonna show up, and he's gonna be on. He's gonna be on AEW. He's gonna be a character on TV. Fucking watch. I love it when I'm right." I really fucking do. He was right. Not gonna lie. She was 100% right. I ain't with mm-hmm. the shit. I don't like your ass. I'm sorry, your ass. You're annoying. You get on my nerves. There's no reason for your ass to be in AEW. I don't know why they put your old country ass over there, but they did. You come out there, you got to spell your whole name and shit. We don't need to hear that either. I don't know why your hooked on phonics ass is out here spelling every two seconds. I think you don't know how to spell. So you wanted to make sure you spelled your name right. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I know why you keep doing it. I know why you keep doing it because your ass a little slow. It's okay. Come from taking all them hits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to go. You got to go, baby, because we, we tired of you. We tired of you and your counterparts. We sick of all of them. We sick of all of them. We, we tired. Go sit wow. your ass down somewhere. Go sit down. We tired. I don't know nothing else to say about you because the rest of it is, is I mean, we can talk about you all day. Your shitty ass gear. Your gear is shitty, baby. Your gear is shitty, okay? Your hat's stupid. Everything about you is annoying. We can talk about that all day long. But ain't no need to, okay? Ain't no However, need to. I can talk about Jeff Jarrett because this man has been a thorn in my side ever since I started watching pro wrestling. You want to hear some of his grievances, my grievances I have with him? Have at it. All right. So, because Nicole says, you think you're an A-lister when really you're a Z-lister. You have to keep coming out and whoring yourself out when you got guys on the indies. And you talk a shit about people on the indies, which I really don't like that. Because these people out here living their best life. And I think that's what bugs you, honestly. Uh, you want to talk about how in... WWE or WWF time, the best thing about you was your entrance song, and motherfucker, you didn't even sing that. They had this whole, that's, how, that's how Road Dog became Road Dog, because originally he was the road. How the fuck do I know this that I can't study for my for my finals? He was the roadie, and they made this huge storyline that he was the one who was singing the song, and then now he's become Road Dog, and he got you know that's a whole other thing. So you get, uh, so you're like, you're, you're, you're just, you just suck, dude. And then I remember you were having this big conniption fit when you were back in day, when you were in WWE, you dropped the goofy haircut and you became, his actual character was a male chauvinist who beat up women. Well, and of course, anytime he came out and he had Deborah with her fake ass tits out. <laughs> No, her kids, look, look, if we are going to compare Attitude Era kids, Marlena by far is the best. Damn, you know I forgot all about Marlena. Marlena was the shit, man. She had such bad bitch energy. Like, she come out, 
her tits would just be looking good. She's got the dress on, her hair, the makeup, the jewelry, and she's smoking that fucking cigar. Yes, that had a very big impact on my own life. I forgot all about Marlena. Terry wow. Rose did that character so well. And it's just like, you look at her and then you look at Deborah, and it's just like... Deborah was just pretty. She she was pretty. She wasn't on my radar, but like, oh. there's a difference between someone like... There's a difference between someone like Deborah, who's just like, okay, she's got big tits and she wears a mini skirt, whatever. And then you see a woman like Marlena and you're just like blown away because it's just like, she had such big dick energy before that was even a thing. She come up, like there's a picture of her fucking pulling gold dust around on a goddamn leash and she's got a cigar in her mouth. And I'm just like, girls can do that. That okay, had a very cool. profound effect on Alexis. She was like, oh, we can lead men around with right. very big impact on my life. I am not afraid to fucking say it. <laughs> like, I like this. I'm in I love like the, with this. Well, when you're like, when you're like, okay, Marlena didn't wrestle, but like in a male dominated sport that wrestling was at the time when you saw some, a, a woman doing that, that was just, I didn't even like Goldust. I liked Marlena more than Goldust. Damn. She always came out, and I don't know what it was because it's like my my weird taste in like women in wrestling from like the early years is so wild because I love Miss Elizabeth. She is just she was like a fashion icon. Like everything in like the eighties and nineties that she wore, even if it wasn't designer, it looked like something a designer made. If that makes sense. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, it's just the way she carried herself and like. SummerSlam where she got up on the ring and this was so controversial back then this was like 92 SummerSlam and Mach and Hogan were getting their asses whooped and she gets on the and you know she gets on the ring and she's trying to distract the ref and she grabs her skirt and she pulls it off and she's like in a pair of like red bikini under like underwear or whatever or bikini bottom people go fucking crazy like all the men stop in the ring because they're fighting the million dollar um the million dollar man and his faction teddy diossi stops irs stops the ref stops like every single man looked at her and their jaws were just dropped i was like damn elizabeth okay <laughs> but no but she had never done that before and it's like it was wild when she interfered because she did it but when she did it was like a really big impact so here's miss elizabeth on one side of the spectrum right and then, so, you know, classy, beautiful, very elegant, you know, something like that. And then on the other end, you have Sensational Sherry and Luna Vachon. The wild, crazy, will fuck you up, get in, like, interfere, not afraid to get, you know, get in the guy's face. Marlena was kind of like a mesh of all of them for me, if that makes sense. Mm. Maybe that's oh, why I, that's why I loved her so much. I still love Terry Reynolds. I really do. But like Marlena, I just see more, I think about it now and it's like, she's a combination of like all three of those women who had a very big impact on me when I was a kid and watching wrestling. Cause Sherry, well, like Terry, yeah. I mean, this is more interesting to talk about Jeff Jarrett, but anyway, he Thanks. like throws, he thinks, basically what I'm trying to get to is that, because I forgot where I was fucking going with that. I fell in love with Terry Reynolds again. Basically, Jeff Jarrett <laughs> thinks he is 
bigger than he thinks he is because he when like it was this weird thing where he left WWE, kept coming back to WWE. It was really weird. And at one point he came out, came back, and this is when Stone Cold did Austin 316 when all that was starting up. Because you would always see like people with the signs, even before it was like John 316, they would always bring those weird signs to wrestling events. And, mm-hmm. you know, the whole way it started was because Austin and Jake the Snake were like last guys at King of the Ring. And this is when Jake the Snake came back and he has gone religion. And this is kind of like a shot that, they, well, not like, I don't want to call it a shot, but Austin's like, you say your thoughts, your prayers, John 316, well, Austin 316 means I just whooped your ass. Again, how the fuck do I remember this? And um, Jeff Jarrett started like, he went on Raw like the next day and starts just like cutting down Austin, like goes off script and starts like putting him down and saying this shit. And that's when you watch Austin coming out and attacking him, there was some actual heat, and, like, Austin legit beat the shit out of him, so he does, you know, he thinks he can throw his weight around with that, you know, the one of the biggest thing that was making WWE mad money around that time, everybody had an Austin 316 shirt, shit, I had a 316 shirt, my brother had one, and we almost bought my mom one, <laughs> he was being a real pissy, real mm-hmm. like and- a pissy man, and then he goes to WCW. This is where I think he actually flourished. Like when he, you know, did the slap nuts and the guitar and all that. He's been doing the guitar for a while. But this was like Jeff Jarrett. He was able to reinvent himself. I forgot going back watching Wrestling with Regret. How many times and how long Jeff Jarrett held WCW champion? Not even like the mid card or the low card. I mean, like, the actual main title. How long did he and have it? Uh, hang on, let me look it up. I think it was, like, hang on. How long did Jeff... Not Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, my God. Hang on. Google is a wonderful thing. Okay. Uh, okay, so he is for WCW. He held that title four times, but he was let it was long range though, and it's like as soon as he would lose it, he'd win it back. Mm. And then it's just like he again he he was trying because the thing was the story goes he had a friend who was working for WCW. So that's how he was able to get in the people's ears and get what he wanted because he's just, he was shit on the WWE for the longest time too. He's just like, um, uh, I was like, no dude, because you don't have any control over there. You don't have any power over there because you got guys like Austin and fucking Triple H was on, was coming up. Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton was coming. Well, no, this was before Randy Orton. But like you think of all the guys that was in that point like Brock, Triple H, Austin, Mick Foley. I'm not saying Foley abused his power, but you know what I'm saying. All those guys, you really think they're going to listen to somebody like you who couldn't be a main event draw in WWE if they fucking put you with Bret Hart at the main event? Like, come the fuck on. And then, after WCW closes, you start a little company with your daddy and your brother called TNA. And guess what? You won roughshod over that as well. Please tell me why Jeff Jarrett 
Samoa Joe. On paper, it should not have happened, right? True. Right. He was NWA. This was when TNA and NWA were together. He won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship six times. Oh no. Let's 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 do the numbers, shall we? Let's see here. Samoa Joe. NWA title run. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Okay, it doesn't give me the exact numbers, but he, this was like at the time. This is when Impact was really starting to pick up speed. Cause guess who they had on their roster? Samoa Joe. This kid named AJ Styles that nobody had ever heard of before. Mm-hmm. Frankie Kazarian. Um, what's another one that was really? Bad? I'm trying to remember. Uh. Christian was there, but that's when he got fired for w- from WWE because he failed a drug test. But like when you go back, because those are the three big names that stick out to me. It's Frankie Kazarian, uh, America's Most Wanted was there for a tag team before they became like, you know. But when I think of TNA back in the day, I think of Frankie Kazarian, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Baby, your name don't even fit in there anywhere. And you were champ six fucking times. Oh, child, that's missing. And, and then you, you do hit impact. And something happens because I can't get a clear story from anybody. Even Cornette does not even know what the fuck happened last time that I listened to him. But you got all fussy about shit. You left TNA. You try to start your own wrestling thing. That failed flat. Turned out and that's fucking... I can, man, next year when I have time, I'm bringing back what happened was I'm doing a whole episode of Jeff Jarrett because I can't fit it all in this one damn road session. We'd be here all fucking night. <laughs> I really I really fucking will be. And he does, he does some shady shit. Not to mention, bro, you fucking curtain his wife while they're still married? And you don't have the audacity to be on WWE TV saying Austin 316 is a shot at the Bible? Bruh. For real? And this is coming from a fucking pagan. Fucking for real? Ew. You want to do adultery? Bitch, the most I do is like handle uh, burn herbs and talk to whoever I think is talking to me. I'm not out here sleeping with a married man's wife. So which one of us is going to see Satan first? Probably me, but that's besides the point. If we're talking, you know what I mean. But you're you're just, you're bitter because wrestling, you're a footnote in wrestling history. And I think that bugs you so fucking much that you have to try to to stay relevant. But why? I, I still, to this time, if someone can explain to me and Tiff and the rest of the girlies why he was even involved with the Street Profits Uso match, if anybody can give us a clear explanation why, please, I will give you. A, I, I just let us know. Not, I mean, he's not worth sitting here trying to wreck my brain about because I got other important shit to do instead of worrying about Jeff Jarrett. But like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I'm not gonna take from the fact that you are in way better shape than most of your constituents in that time. He was like, he's what? Younger? He's only a couple years younger than Ric Flair, right? 
Um, how old is Jeff Jarrett? Hang on. You think I would have this pulled up front and center, but I wasn't expecting to do a whole fucking. So Jeff Jarrett, he's 55 years old. Okay. Yeah, he's 55. Ric Flair's in his 70s, so he's he's a couple years younger than Flair. But he, I mean, he's 73 years old. Oh, God, that's a rough 70. If I ever look like that at 73, someone pulled a fucking cord on me. Um, no, it's just like he's in way better shape than most of his constituents. He's alive, which is a big fucking shocker. I mean, I know that sounds horrible, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But again, you have to, you have, you, you come to AEW, you're supposed to be working backstage, and then you get a match at Full Gear, which is like AEW is one of their, they're building their big pay per views. They don't have a whole lot of pay per views, but Full Gear was one of the original ones and one of the big ones. You get a spot on Full Gear with Sting. Darby out. Sting's another one we could fucking roast. He needs to fucking hang up the face paint too. Sting, Darby Allen. I think we have done Sting when we did the old heads. Jay Lethal and you. Bitch, when I was on Twitter, I did not see one damn person talking about this match. Not. No one cares. No one cares. Why are you here? Like, you showed up at the Royal Rumble, and it was like, I'm like, oh, my God, why the fuck's he here? And he's wearing, like, his light-up heel stuff. But I'm just like, why are you here, bro? Why are you here? I mean, we know when, the, like, the, the oldies come in, you know, it's a, it's like a nice trip down memory lane for some of us. Like, fuck it. When, like, Roddy Piper, and I know he's a piece of shit, but Jimmy Snuka, when they came out in the Rumble, it was I had they had this cool moment because everyone kind of backed up, and the two of these and these two old men just started beating the shit out of each other. And every, I remember seeing Punk sitting there, and he just sits down and watches it. I'm like, bro, me too. <laughs> if I got to see Snooker and Piper go at it, I'd fucking take advantage of it. But it's like that goes to tell you that I'd rather watch Jimmy Snooker than you. Ciao. Like, just just go the fuck home, take your light up hat, shove it up your ass, and go the fuck home. I'm tired of you. And if you're on, no, because I promise y'all, next year when I get time, I will do what what happened was, and I will do it completely about Jeff Jarrett. I don't know when it will come out, but I promise y'all I will get it out before 2024. (laughs) Well, well, Jeffrey, it's time for you to be sentenced. Okay? Okay, bye. Um, I sent you to retirement. Yeah, because I feel like that would hurt you the most. Um, because you, Ric Flair, your counterpart, y'all, y'all need the roar of the crowd in order for you to feel like you're somebody. So yeah, I sent you to retirement. In fact, I'm gonna put you in a retirement home where all they serve is tapioca pudding, and um. You get to sit there with Flair and the rest of your counterparts and y'all can all share y'all stories about back in my day. You know, y'all could do shit like that. You know, that's that's I feel like that's sufficient. I feel like that's I like, fair. I like tapioca pudding, so don't be hating. Oh. But I know what you mean though. <laughs> so I feel like that's fair. You can sit there. 
Talk about the good old days. Eat your pudding. Can I add no, something? something onto that, Your Honor? Mm-hmm. You need to fucking apologize to Effie. Because you still haven't apologized to him. Mm-mm. I'm not afraid of being, I'm not above being an old man's ass. So you need to fucking, you know, thank him for making you, you know, worth having a conversation again. But you need to apologize for what, how you did him dirty. Girl. I love Effie. Did you see the new merch she came out with? Mm-mm. It's a fan that's like really bright colored and it says wrestling is gay. Oh. So between oh, that and the rest between that and the wrestling is my kink hat, I'm gonna get that. Like maybe not this month, but maybe like January. <laughs> I would wear that shit too. <laughs> so I'll be like, wrestling's gay. Bitch, I know. <laughs> completely lost my goddamn mind sorry i just wanted to add that on there because like as far as we know he has not apologized to effie if you apologize to him in private great but i still think you owe that man a public apology as well now the next person to roast <clears throat> number three on the docket <laughs> can i introduce him for you can i oh my god Swear, listen. We not even gonna waste no time. Look, I don't, I don't like the way you operate, babe. I don't like it, and I feel like you think you have delusions of grandeur. You believe somehow that you are superior to your counterparts in this wrestling world and in music. And let me tell you, be the first to tell you right now, your music sucks. Mm -hmm. You can't sing, nor can you rap, babe. That's is that what, not he, was, is that what he was trying to do? Was he trying to sing? So that's just thought he was caterwauling. Well, that's just me. You can't sing. Mm. You can't rap. No. I'm tired of everybody thinking that they can be a rapper and a singer. No, that yeah. requires skill. It requires skill that you don't possess. Stick to what you know. Wrestling is your wheelhouse. Just because you love music and enjoy it don't mean you should make it. Okay? Let me tell you something. For you to be out here talking as reckless as you do, especially when it comes to the culture, and then to put out that fuck-ass music video you put out, violation, bitch. so bad. Full violation. So you down for the culture, but every bitch in there was racially ambiguous. There were no women in that video that looked black or had black in them. Okay? Mm. If they did, we couldn't tell. I didn't see no dark-skinned girls in there. They all looked like me from what I saw. I, I couldn't make it through it. I was just like, oh, this is bad. Like, But no. you for the culture, all right? You done did so much for the culture. The fuck you he done? I just want to know what the fuck they done. Your music is whack. Your song is trash. Your music video is trash. Everything about it is garbage. Garbage. Basura. Okay? It's terrible. Hang it up. Stop deluding yourself thinking that you could be a rapper. It's not going nowhere. People watch you sing and do all this shit because you wrestled, my guy. Your wrestling fans are who are, who are watching your shit. 
But the real talk, we all looking at it like the fuck is you doing? I ain't, I ain't, I don't fuck with it. And I'm not gonna sit up here and even pretend and be like, oh, it can get better. No bitches worse. <laughs> You're no terrible. Bitches? No bitches. You're terrible. You're terrible. You are horrible. You need to hang it up. Stop. Just stop. You're doing too much. And it's unnecessary. And I refuse to keep looking at it. I refuse. I refuse. Because you're trying it. No. No. Stop, sir. Here's what you do. Continue wrestling in AEW, you know, and then since, you know, and when Triple H reached out to you and say, hey, you know, you want to come back? We got a place for you if you want to come back. Or you say, no, you know, talk to my lawyer. That was your last shot. I guarantee you when you leave AEW, WWE is not going to be your home. What? All you have to do is say, I'm under contract and I think I'm going to stick out my contract, but I'll holler at y'all later. But you chose to be disrespectful. You thought because you was in AEW on TV and you were former champion that that somehow elevated you. Nah, babes. That ain't how this world works. Now, I ain't saying you shouldn't have gave the, the Triple H and them a hard time because that's your business if that's what you want to do. But your delusions of grandeur is what's going to cost you your career. You think uh-huh. that you're better than everybody else. You got a complex. I'm here to tell you, babe. From your style to the way you dress to how you look, you are nowhere near where a superstar should be. If that's where we're going, you are nowhere near where a superstar should be. Let's uh-huh. let's put it in. Let's just break that shit down factuals only. You don't walk like one. You don't talk like one. You don't act like one. You act like you're arrogant, which is a full cover for the reality that you are very insecure. That's just all facts. You are supremely insecure. And right, quite frankly, it is blatantly obvious that that is the idea. You are putting on a persona that doesn't fit you and therefore it is standing out like a sore thumb. But you know what? Live your best life is the way I see it. I won't be watching. Because I'm not going to watch a motherfucker disrespect my people and act as if he's better than my people at the same time. Oh no, sir. No, you live your best life, though. I hope AEW treats you well. But I will say this. They don't have the best track record. <laughs> they don't have the best track record. And uh, when shit hits the fan, they are going to start making decisions to keep their ratings up. And you will be a catalyst to those decisions. You will be sacrificed for the greater good. Your ass will be the first one. You, Keith Lee, the rest of the brew, y'all will be the first ones up. But you keep having your delusions of grandeur. You keep on. You keep living your best life. Because all I'm going to do is sit back and wait for the shoe to drop. Uh, I mean, I don't like Swerve for a lot of reasons. Um, first, I'm just going to get this out of the way. Bro, I was raised on 90s hip hop and rap. What the fuck are you doing? This ain't it. 2000 like, hip hop and rap. Like what? What is this? I, I just want to know what what is this trash? Like, Young Gravy is doing better than you, bro. The fuck. 
and I like Young Gravy. Like, what the shit, man? Like, this is trash. Like, I can't speak for the culture because, spoiler alert, I'm fucking quite as shit. Um, <laughs> but I don't like it how you came out here, however, and said because of you, Hit Row is what you you made Hit Row. You you're the one that made them, you know, get over it. Hit Row got over before you were even a thought, dude. I love Hit Row. I wasn't I fucking... Hit Row because he was in it. No, and it's just like, and I'm like, are you mad because your dumbass jumped and signed a five-year contract with a company that you don't even know if the flights are going to be on within a couple months? And meanwhile, Hit Row came back. But it's just like, as soon as Hit Row came back, you just start spewing all this shit and and tip is right you are out there acting like you're some big name that wwe is like begging for to come back bitch i can name off three people who got released that wwe would choose over you on any given day just pure and simple i get ruby before i get your ass back if i was working for wwe I get Keith Lee back before I get your ass. I do whatever I need to do to get John Moxley back. You wouldn't even be in the fucking, like, same thought as that. Shit. William Regal's going to go back before your ass. And then you're like, oh, talk to my lawyer. You just burnt whatever little amount of bridge you may have had. Bitch, I would take Rusev over before you. Damn. Rusev. At least, at least, look, Rusev may be horrible. Like Rusev may be a bad wrestler, but you, he is good character work wise. You have to admit. I agree. Like, he can, he can sell shit. He can, you know, you can make him a good guy. You can make him a look how over he was with fucking Rusev Day with um with Lana. Oh, oh, oh Aiden, Aiden, um, Aiden, Aiden English. Rusev Day was fucking over, man. Like everybody, like and even if you were a heel dude or a face, whatever, everyone knew what fucking Rusev Day was. Rusev Day everybody was fucking knew. over, and that's when I think he put in the best work. That's and true. I'll argue to, and I'll argue to say when Lana came back, I think that's when they started regressing him. And I'm like, that's not fucking fair because he's put in the work. And I know Aiden English had a lot to do with that. You could put him with somebody who can't wrestle. Fucking talk. There's like if you worked it right, you can. But who the fuck are you? And then you want to sit down here. Now let me know if I'm crossing any lines, Tip. Okay. When they did that list of when they did the list of all the black wrestlers, and you were number one, which I still to this day, to this day I still don't know because anybody, if I was gonna pick anybody to be number one. I would have picked Jade. I would have picked Willow Nightingale, Trisha Dora. There are so many other, like, all I can think of is the girls right now. Because Bianca. those three, Bianca, those because the, the women to me, you're the women are putting in more work than you. Jade went out and AEW was a fucking, you know, bikini made of money. I'm like, bitch, she could steal my husband and he wouldn't even try to fight. He'd just be like, okay, bye, babe, and just leave. Yeah, she did have on a bikini made of money. I was just like, you know, 
Stand a fucking chance. Like, you know, I start, I'm like, where's my fucking Cheetos at? But like the the point I'm getting at, you were number one, and I and I don't see how out of all that other talent on the list, what the fuck have you? What the fuck were you doing? Bianca was like, has look, this thing that Bianca's doing. She is so as of right now, she is the longest reigning Black Women's Champion that WWE has ever had. And you're and you're number one. <laughs> and then you want to sit on here when PWI does their 500, right? This is I should have put this first, but I'm trying to be very careful how I put this out because I don't want it to come out wrong or sound like something wrong, you know. But mm-hmm. when P W but when PWI puts their list out, oh shit! It's like they insulted you. It's like they came in your house, slapped you, slapped your mom, slapped your grandma, and then they kissed on your shoes. You threw the biggest fucking hissy fit. And, you know, people don't take this seriously. If they do, they put a picture of it and they're like, you know, thank you for everyone for the support this year. This is awesome. Nick, you know, it's like the stereotypical PR bullshit that they put out. Like, I want to thank my fans. I want to thank my mom, whatever. You were unhappy. And you made sure everybody fucking knew what you were doing. And you were like, I'm unhappy. And we, we, we stated about this on the show. So if you guys want to go back and listen to it, you can. You're just so ungrateful. You're a spoiled little bitch. That's what it comes down to. I don't know why. It ain't like I, you, it ain't like you, you at the top of the mountain of wrestling. I don't get it. I don't understand. It. I don't get it. I, I could understand I it. if you was like Roman. You know, or if you was even like John Moxley or or Hangman Adam Page or somebody on that caliber, somebody like the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, the list goes on. The fucking acclaimed Jungle Boy, like there's so many other like. I could understand all of that if you was somebody like that. But Anthony Anthony Bowens and the Acclaim are pretty much doing the same thing you're doing character wise, (laughs) but their asses are over. I they still can't like, rap either. I don't, I don't care. I don't nobody. Even like Max, I don't even like Max <laughs> Caster. I don't even like Max Caster. But they're fucking over. And it's like you haven't even been in AEW long enough. You had the tag titles with Keith Lee, but that you acting like you sold you you beat John Moxley at the time, or you beat Hangman Adam Page and took the title off of him. And what really like, baffles me is that you y'all got like it was killing me really. And not to be even just take it off of there because I didn't roast you the way I should have, but like, like you using these rap superstars as a means of talking about all the things you did for the culture. And it's like, so because y'all paid rappers to come in here and be on your side, that's doing something for the culture. All right. Because y'all bitch when, when they do it in the Edo. It's a problem when they got Cardi B as um the the theme for the music for the big time SummerSlam. Y'all had a problem for it with that. Why y'all got Cardi B as the music? Like that shit don't wash for me. All right, babe. You mean one of the biggest songs that came out that year? Yeah. 
for like nobody so has an issue. Wow. Like y'all got mad problems when WWE utilized outside talent. Like Bad Bunny was there. Bad Bunny's song was the theme for one of the pay per views that year, and he was there from the time they had that during the pandemic to that time they had a match at WrestleMania. He was there every week. He never missed I'm a week. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it, and I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say it. Bad Bunny did more for wrestling than Swerve ever will. I fucking said it. He's better than you. He drew more eyes to the public. There was so much fucking crossover. They put him with Priest, which I thought was smart as hell, because it's like, okay, cool. And WWE fucking, it was, I don't remember what shot was, but they were the ones to announce that Bad Bunny was going on tour in 2022. Yeah, they did. They helped promote his stuff. I'm just, just saying, like, like y'all, y'all shit, y'all shit on him, treating him like trash. But then fucking AEW got every late 2000s rapper they could think of from Trina to, to, um, Little bow wow now, not and before that they had uh Scrappy, then they had um Rick Ross, they had every rapper you could think of, except for the ones that actually do dibble and dabble in wrestling. You know what I'm saying, AJ? So, like, my thing is, y'all didn't have no problem with AEW, did it? It was cool, right? But it was trash Mm -hmm. when WWE did it. So it's all right. My my biggest issue with Swerve is, like I said, he got delusions of grandeur. You very high on yourself when you should be a little bit more humble. Like, do like Kendrick said. Sit down. Be humble. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. Your music is trash, bro. I'm never going to let you live off of that. Your music is garbage. It's basura. It will never be anything other than garbage bag. It's not going to go platinum. It's not going to do that. It's not going to go gold. It's not even going to go dustpan, nigga. It's garbage. It's trash. Your music is trash. Your music video is trash. Hang it up. Young, I love Young Gravy. His new album just dropped. It's fun to listen to. It puts you in a good mood. and And it's got a couple great songs on it. And it's like, he's more popular than he will ever be when it comes to the rap game. And I don't even think he takes himself as seriously as you take yourself. That's the fucked up thing. It's just like, why why don't you try to do something good, man? But, you know, go off about how, like, you made Hit Row popular when we all know it it wasn't you. It definitely was AJ Francis. You just love AJ Francis. Definitely was AJ Francis. I don't <laughs> care what nobody say. It was AJ Francis. I will pop for that man forever. I don't you care. You love him. You love him. True. I can admit that. I have no issues with it. No, that. I actually, he, he's on TikTok and I tagged Tiff in it and I said, I, you know, I tagged her. I said, come get your man. And he was flirting with her a little bit. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> well, I get your man he's like yeah come get your man i'm like oh shit no (laughs) (laughs) but we know it's b-fab we like b-fab is fucking center point she is gorgeous adonis is fucking hot and you got aj francis and it's just like they added you on as a pity member like you know 
there's such things as a pity fuck. Well, this was their version of a pity fuck to you. I mean, you were there and you claimed you knew how to rap, so. No, you didn't. There's that. Proof, proof is there. Proof is there. Let, like, seriously, let, let's go. If, if I really wanted to, I'd go look at Spotify numbers or Pandora numbers, but he ain't worth that time or effort to look that shit up. <laughs> Look, I I gave my niceness last week when we did that thing for Powerhouse Hobbs, so I'm completely tapped out this fucking week. Yeah, boom. We gonna leave you alone, Swerve, because you need to be left alone. Okay. We we, we sent you to nothingness and get some. Go back and get some fucking rap skills. Jesus Christ. You can't obtain what you don't have, babe. And you don't you don't have it. <laughs> And you never will. I, I just, I need you to, to know that. Okay? Okay. Just okay. say it out. Excuse me. <laughs> That's what I think of the situation. Moving on. Mm. Number, what we are, number four. Number four. It's, it's next to the mile, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal, it's a lot to roast you on, so we're just going to start uh-huh. with the beginning. What's going on with your head? Why is it shaped so odd? Like, it looks like it's a It's shaped so weird. It points at the top like a cone head. You know, I feel like he he, he used one of them, uh, you know how you, you play pool and you sharpen the pool cube or you put a little chalk oh, yeah, on the little Yeah, the cube thing that you use. Mm-hmm. I feel like he put that on top of his head and screwed it a couple times and he kind of get it, you know, just to the right print, you know, because his head. <laughs> his head is That's something. That's a motherfucking head, bro. Oh, and he sweat a lot. You see me just standing still, just leaking. Mm, mm, mm. Then he, and then his, in his mouth, his teeth is like spaced really far apart. Like one of his teeth didn't come in like they were supposed to. So he got about like three or four spaces in between each tooth. It's real yeah. bad. He was a he was a terrible looking man. I have to say, I have to be real. You you look terrible. You look uh-huh. a mess, baby. I'm I'm sorry that your parents did not invest in braces for you. Because I feel like they deprived you of something that you desperately needed. You desperately needed the braces. Desperately. The moment you open your mouth, it's like your teeth are fighting for attention. It's very, very jarring. I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed. I'm, I really am. I need to understand it. Why did your parents leave you like this? They just said they don't like him either. We're going to leave your head pointy. We're just going to leave your mouth fucked up. You ain't going to get nothing to help with this bodily sweat thing you got going on. It's real disgusting. <laughs> I'm disturbed. They don't like him either, dude. I'm so disturbed. I don't understand it. So I can understand why people don't like you. I can understand, you know, but it's like you, you know, my brother told me you pretty much got your career off of you hollering woo at Ric Flair for almost 10 minutes in TNA. Oh, no, 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 no. I know where, no, no. Black machismo. Black machismo Jay Lethal from fucking TNA when he came out cosplaying as the macho man 
talk like the macho man? Does it say moves as macho man? Ew. Even That's had disrespectful a romantic macho angle, man. Like fucking macho man. What's so disrespectful? Bitch, I got bitch, I got receipts. Don't think I don't. I feel disrespected. Then like you, then don't like you now. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. Macho man deserved better than that. My, but Macho gave him his permission, but still, it's like, just because you get permission from somebody to do that doesn't mean you necessarily... Like, I get it. Like, Rhonda got permission from Piper to, like, do her shirts like that and everything and, you know, all that stuff. But she's kind of broke away from that, though. You went full blown. I, mean, I know she wore the kilt and the leather jacket, but, you know... The no, she hasn't leather. broken away from it. You're right. You know, she has. But it's just like, if he went all out, had the tassels on the pants, fucking everything. Even had the mm. goddamn cowboy hat. I'm like, motherfucker. And I get it's one thing because when Rhonda came, that's when, when, when Piper passed and it was like a homage to him. Because that one really hurt a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And, um, well, he didn't really just, he didn't just pass, but, you know, he talks about how he was like a big, you know, uh, a big impact on her. And so she was paying homage to him. But you notice after a while, she started slowly getting away from like the kilt and the hot rod stuff and all that shit. There's yeah. that. But, but, you know, by then when she got to WWE, Piper was long, sounds horrible, but Piper was gone. And so that was that. You're still doing this when the man was alive. I could understand it now because Bailey does that, or she used to do that with her old gear. People do that shit for Macho. You know, they pay homages. But you went full blown, and the man was still alive at the time. That was so yeah. weird to me. That was so fucking weird to me. It don't matter what that man do. He will always be a sweaty, bald-headed weirdo. Okay. You and your cue ball head got to go. Okay. I don't know what it is or people's obsession with you. And I feel like just because you can wrestle does not mean you should. Okay. And especially after the things we done heard about your ass, I feel like I'm telling you the truth. I think you'd be sneaking in people's windows, sniffing their panties. I really do. I think you're a panty sniffer. I think you're a panty sniffer. I think you'd be out here doing the most. And I think you think because you have a certain status in wrestling that you are owed something because you are not going to be able to get it on a regular basis. Because I'm telling you right now, you walk up to a woman and talk like macho man Randy Savage, that's going to get your ass whooped, okay? Or I talk to, to my cat like macho man, but she just looks at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm for sure going to laugh at you. Ain't no woman worth her salt gonna fuck you on. On site, well, not on purpose. Not on purpose. Like, she well, would have to have one of those drunken nights. And she'd be like, damn, what the fuck did I drink? Oh, let me get out of here. That's about as good as you gonna get, right? I mean, from what we heard, it sounds like he doesn't even like girls who are old enough to even know who Macho Man Randy Savage Ooh, was. Oh, my God. Allegedly. Just gonna throw that out for the sake of not getting in legal trouble. That's nasty. That's even worse. I mean, not theory of you snipping panties might be just true. Cause your ass mm. just look. You look up. You just look like you the type. He he's just, just a very. I. You know when you just look at somebody and you just know something like they're hiding the secret and you just can't fuck with them. 
Yeah, and from like the minute I saw him, I was just like, you know what? There's something about him I don't like. And people think I'm crazy when I get like this. And it's just like, guess what? It pays off. Because guess what? Always fucking right. Trust your intuition, kids. Like, (laughs) uh, there's a difference. Like, I I don't know. It's just, he's not that good. He's he's fucking weird. He's not entertaining. He's not that good of a wrestler. And then it's just like, that whole thing with Joe, I feel sorry for Samoa Joe having to be even be in that whole thing with him and the Ring of Honor champion. Wrestlers are just weird ass people, and he's a weirdo. I mean, no, there's there is a difference. There is like the cute, fun, weird where it's like Finn Balor loves Legos, Batista collects lunch boxes. Um, I don't think that's weird. I feel like that's that's cute. But that's that's like like a little hobby, you know, because you don't expect something like this, like Xavier Woods and all them. Like Braun Strowman playing fucking video games and up, up, down, down. Like it, it's just like you kind of see. Like I think that's cool. And then it's like you got the girlies doing left, right, left, right. You got Co- the Kodakai over there. Shayna shows up. Like Shayna shows off for Warhammer stuff. You know, like I like watching that kind of shit. You know, because it's that's just like they're oh, dorks, you know. But it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's okay it's for a- you to be a dork. That ain't that ain't no problem. But. It's a hell, difference in being a dork and a weirdo. Right? Like, I hell, I popped when Ember Moon was showing off this shit for, like, Dungeons and Dragons that wasn't supposed to come out for, like, another year. And I was like, damn, how'd you get this so fucking fast? And that's how I found she that. A weird, well, she a dork. I won't call her. Well, I, I didn't know that. I was just, well, I kind of knew it, but when I saw that, I'm like, okay, cool, she plays Dungeons and Dragons. But then you over here just being a whole-ass weirdo with a weird-ass shaped head. Like, you cosplay? No, I don't get it. How can you cosplay someone who was pure charisma, but you ain't got shit yourself? Easy, because you could pour all of your stuff into that character. Because he, he ain't got none. He had to borrow. A lot of his character come from the basis of other characters, which a lot of wrestlers do, but he don't have nothing for himself. Like, you could tell Seth Rollins watch the greats when he decided to create his character but his characters are all his own in 100 original uh-huh. and you can tell when you watch him that ain't the case with jay lethal because he ain't got shit what he gonna he only could do what he draws from and then after that it's nothing he don't have nothing so shit what you expect a wide tooth mouth ass motherfucker like jay lethal to do he ain't got shit he has nothing to draw from he don't have his own well of, of intelligence to draw from. So, of course, he is going to be on some sucker nigga shit. Uh. Which is exactly what we see. And it's, it's hard for wrestling friends to be able to decipher because if you could do a couple backflips in the ring and pin somebody you consider to be a great wrestler. In my humble opinion, I give less than the fuck what Jay Lethal could do. And as far as I'm concerned, his cue ball shaped headed ass got to go. I'm tired of looking at him. I feel like he a cartoon character that has been created into CGI and not in a good way. And I need him to go. <laughs> he got to go, baby. He got to go. Oh so I didn't sit and swerve. I'll sentence him later when I get done with everybody else. Since uh-huh. I forgot. Number four, yeah, number five. <sighs> Jiggly ass Tyrus. Tyrus looked like a bowl of clotted cream. It's disgusting. 
he's NWA <laughs> champion. Out of anybody you have, see, this is why Nick, I, I would highly suggest going to watch the interview that Nick Aldis did um, a little while back. Um, if you guys are not up to Nick, uh, if you guys are not up to date on the news, uh, Nick Aldis is no longer part of NWA. He uh, and he's been very vocal, but he's been handling it in like a professional way um, mm-hmm. about how he was unhappy about uh, Billy Corgan, not how word on the word on the street. We're just gonna say that is uh billy corgan is losing control in the back of nwa he's letting like the wrestlers get into his ear which is you know a no-no um now i saw pirates i saw pirates wrestle when i went to see nwa this summer that does not feel like i just went like this summer to see that shit holy fuck this year has been a long one this man can barely fucking move really he he's worse than his wwe days it's worth you know how i always joke that roman takes up like a good 20 minutes to get to the fucking ring oh, and there's yeah. like time you know like i do the whole like well, when you do, go to work man. i mean he do i mean but it's he like it's, it's part of the character and it's a part and it's supposed to annoy you but there's like times where i'm like you know what fuck it let me see how what's the record for how long roman took five minutes to get to the ring yeah we had the like, record it was at five minutes it was like five minutes it's maybe like a second off it was almost five minutes <laughs> And uh, Tyrus just, he took forever to get to the ring. He's slow as shit. I don't know if the man's been injured or what, but he's slow as shit. And he's just thinking about what Nicole said last time we recorded. Big, you know how she's like, her biggest thing now is like big guys who don't fucking do anything. Like you need to learn how to run the ropes and shit like that. Yeah. He doesn't do that. And it's just, he's a big guy. He takes the hits, one, two, three moves, and then he wins. But mm-hmm. I mean, NW, and, but I'm telling you, when he, when it came out that he won the NWA t- championship, people were going off. And then it was really weird. NWA was coming back and saying some shady ass shit. Like one person's like, man, I'm not going to watch this while he's champ. And they're like, okay, bye. Like, what the fuck? Could you imagine well, I mean- WWE? You imagine if WWE did that shit? But then again, yeah. they got whatever, whatever. Anyway, but they got whatever's left to control your narrative over there. And I've heard it's very, very red over there. If you get my drift, mm. which I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad I saw him now. But my thing with Tyrus is that, dude, why are you a fucking puppet for Fox News? Well, I just, I mean. One of these things are not like the other. I'm not surprised by that either. He did I mean, the shoes of SA2, him and Jay I mean, Luce Lethal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't really talk on that because I don't want to piss anybody off. But, but dude, you, you realize you're just a fucking puppet, right? Like, you're basically like the... Tiff, you know what I'm trying to say, and can you say it for me before I say something I'm not supposed to be saying? You're a little bitch. Like, just, Thank you. Okay, that, that, you're that a little works bitch, too. Bro. Like, I mean, at this point, y'all can do whatever y'all want. That clot, that bowl of clotted cream is is champion in NWA. And yeah. ain't nobody seen or heard from Tyrus in I don't know when. That was when he was dancing in WWE talking about somebody called his mama. I wish they called his mama now. He was an impact for like a short amount of time. And guess what? He was, 
he was the enforcer for uh, Eli Drake, a.k.a. L.A. Knight. And guess who's having the better fucking career? L.A. Knight. He definitely about to. He's got oh. he's, he's gonna have a feud with Bray Wyatt. He's on TV every week. That's going the block and cream cheese got to get his shit together. We, we don't want to see you on TV either. I'm tired yeah. of people being nice. He run around there and his thighs got more jiggled than the average girl twerking. Mm. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. You get your thick ass out of here. We'll, we ain't going to spend no more time on you. Go get yourself together. You and Jay Lethal, I'm going to send both of y'all together. I done figured out where I'm going to send you, but your ass is disgusting. To look at and to wrestle, to watch wrestle. I don't want to see it. Go somewhere and sit down and be nice. Advocate the title and give it to somebody who deserves it. You don't have to be Nick because Nick done left. Give it to somebody else, but you are gross. Same word on the street is that Cardona's trying to get out of there too, which, you know, why the fuck fuck would you let Matt Cardona like slip away so damn easy? Like, I give this man credit. When he got released, he built himself up from ground zero. If I was mad, I'd want to leave, too. I mean, like, Chelsea apparently is trying to get out, too. So I'm like, y'all are just letting these people fucking slide. Like, I'm honest. I would not pay to see NWA now. I don't give a fuck. I would not pay. I love Camilla. Camilla. She getting t- I'm getting tired of her as being champ, though. But I would not pay to see NWA right now. If they came back through Knoxville, I'd be like, no, nah, I ain't going. The last one to Rose is Matthew Riddle. Oh, this now, has been a long time. This is actually requested by listeners. Everybody, everybody that I saw requested Matt Riddle. Now listen, I don't roll Matt Riddle's big footed ass for years. <laughs> He's such an easy target. So, our friends that get your podcast sent me uh, a, I, uh, uh, He definitely requested Matt Riddle to be roasted, but he sent me one, and I have to tell you what he said. He okay. said, and I quote, we know like Riddle, Matt Riddle likes to get high, but the only paper he sees is divorce papers. I lost it. Oh, no. I said, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and court papers. I'm a, no, okay. no, no, hold up. I'm going to need a second because that hurt me. Like, damn. Yeah. It's hold the on, truth. Woo! It's rightfully earned, in my opinion. I mean, so shout yeah, out I like- to your podcast because that was fucking funny. I don't care what nobody say. That was <laughs> hilarious. That hurt me. Yeah. Oh, my God. He earned that. He earned that. Now, listen, Matthew, look, I need you to find Mm. some shoes, number one, so you can wrestle in some shoes. I need you to find some. I'm tired of looking at your feet and the bottom of your feet be dirty when you come in the ring. That's nasty. That means you don't be washing your ass. Don't be washing your ass when you come out there. I'm tired of you always being high. It's always deluded that you high, but I really do think you be high. Okay, I'm tired of you and your bongos, the way you talk, it's the way you talk, sit, stand, all of that is terrible. We don't like you. 
I just want you to know that. I want you to receive that in your spirit, okay? I don't like y'all think your hair greasy and nasty. You wash your damn hair. Find that Perk Plus or the shampoo and conditioner that AJ Styles be using because I do not care what nobody say. Out of all nice of the hair. men who have long hair in the WWE and in wrestling, period, he don't never come out there with his hair wet. His hmm. hair be bone dry and it be shining and moving. Sometimes he have a little bump to it. You be like, okay, AJ. Hey, AJ, drop, drop, drop the hair care, man. I had right? to do a hair mat. No, dude, my hair is was so fucking dry today. I had to put like aloe vera in it and yeah, it's like all nice and bouncy and soft. And I was like, ooh, okay. Like, <laughs> but like, seriously, what do you use? AJ, help your, help your fellow wrestlers out and the bras. Thank the you. bras need your help too, honey. Okay, Girl. but definitely mm. help Matt Riddle because his hair always looks sweaty and dirty. Like he ain't washed his hair in about three, four days. Okay. Do you think, do you think he just? I, I say this with love to anyone who smokes pot. Do you think he just reeks of pot like twenty four seven? I do think he'd be smelling like pot. Oh I do. God! Not not even like freshly smoked. I mean, like this is like no. I think he's like old pot. Drunk. I think he smells. Like old pot, I really, Ugh. really do. Mhm. That's disgusting. Well, I mean, I, I mean, we've roasted Riddle like so much, and honestly, get your podcast just fucking took me out. Like, they killed it. They done, they done told his ass up, but ain't no I mean, reason to he, roast him after that. <laughs> I just, I just want to know, like, honestly, like his ex-wife apparently she, she blocked us because i guess you heard what we said um, but it's just it's just kind of like you know everything that he's done he's brought it on himself honestly um i don't think he's a good person like again it just goes with that vibe like i'm not taking away that he's like a good dad or anything like that but who's the one that dropped that line that's like you haven't seen your kids i think was it randy i don't know I don't know, someone was, no, but Seth, when Seth read his ass. Oh, he did tell him that his, um, he don't, like, you they don't like his bitch kid. ass and they don't want to see his family no more. Yeah. Until um, you ain't got like, no family because they don't like your bitch ass. And I was like, like your oh. Kids don't, your kids don't want to see you and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't, I mean, it's just like, he's done so much and it's just like, and then you want to, if we're going to do this kayfabe wise, it's like the only reason you're relevant is because you were with Randy Orton. <laughs> True. You know, and then it's like everything he does, it, and I've said this before, like when I was trying to get to the hype of who, like this whole thing with him, he just copies everybody's moves and he just puts bro in front of him. Now he does the bro KO. And it's like, you are not Randy Orton. I know everybody does like some version of because you know Diamond Cutter RKO. You are not Randy fucking Orton. Sit the fuck down. Because I'd rather have Randy Orton back than see your ass on TV. And then your dumb ass wants to interrupt and fuck up one of the greatest promos between the New Day and the Usos. That shit pissed me off so fucking bad. Facts. And it was so good because it's like the Usos were getting personal and then like 
I love going back and listening to Xavier because he was just talking. Everything he was saying was true. Him and Kofi and Big E, they were so close to the chopping block. No one seems to think of that. But it's just like we had to come together and we had to fight for what we want. We had to prove that we are here. Meanwhile, because of your family lineage, you were able to get whatever the fuck you want. I was like, damn. Well, like, I mean, like I Xavier was going deep. I mean, he was going deep. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. You know, because I mean, I'm not saying he, they got it there, but you know what I mean. But, um, I was just like, damn, because, like, here's the thing I love about Xavier Woods, when he cuts a promo that, like, you're like, okay, go out there and, like, be passionate. That motherfucker, he can act his ass off. True. He can act his fucking ass off, and I'm just like, okay, like, him and Kofi, because he just, he gets so emotional, and then his fucking music hits, and it's just like, why the fuck you out here, bro? We were having a moment. We don't need you right now. And from what I hear, he gets Damien Priest leftovers. So there's that too. Ew. But you didn't hear that from me though. Ew, y'all, I'm the tag team host. That's nasty. I mean, I think we said something like that before, and it's like, look, if you're not married and you don't like you don't have a girlfriend or whatever, none of my damn business who you fucking. Like just be smart. But like when I hear that y'all tag team and chicks. And Riddle gets the fucking leftovers. Ew! You don't even get the main pick, kid. Like that. Y'all are out here whoring like that. That's nasty. And, well, I mean, he. Fuck it. If we're gonna go back a little bit more, I'm sorry. Just I'm. I'm still trying to recover from that burn. Like that fucking hurt me on an emotional level. Like I didn't even know I fucking had. So good job on that. But it's just like he was messy. And he's not even, like, in a fun way messy because he has kids. All this shit that happened with that girl that came out and she was trying to spin it. And then he had to come out and be like, oh, yeah, you know, we're in an open marriage and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that don't, like, why didn't you? Huh? No, he's just like, oh, you know, we're you know, in an open marriage, and she's like, well, you didn't tell me you were in an open marriage, you told me you were going to leave your wife for me, and blah, 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 I'm like, bitch, never stick around with a man who says he's going to leave your wife, his wife for you, ain't going to happen, nothing about you have no open marriage, I don't remember that, I remember her saying she was your wife, I don't know, he, I mean, he, everything he brings it on himself, and it's just like, I don't, he's, again, he's, he's mediocre, it's just like he, RVD did the stoner bro years ago, and he did it way much better. Well, but I mean, get you a podcast fucking so just damn. Like that hurt me too. If it really fucking did, <laughs> like damn. He did it uh, I mean, if you're gonna fuck around, you're gonna find out. I mean, you can't I mean, go being a piece. He just so he is very self-centered. That's very clear. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, just as he did that. 
That was a good joke. And I was like, that's the perfect way to end this shit and leave it where it's at. Now we can yeah, because I didn't sit something before. Swerve, um, <clears throat> I did send you, I should have, but I didn't. I sent you to never walk into a music booth ever in your life. Okay? Never. Don't pick up a booth or a microphone. Don't stand next to one. Don't create no makeshift studio in your house. None of it. None of it. Uh-uh. You are banned from any engineer or producer to ever create music ever a day in your life. Okay? Okay? okay. I also sent you to some cultural classes so you can actually learn about the culture, African-American and African ancestry because I feel like you don't really understand what culture is so you can't say you for the culture when you don't even know what the culture is yeah but can I I just say something and you can edit this out if this sounds like bad taste but like just from what I've seen the ones who are screaming I've done it for the culture they don't always they don't seem to do anything for y'all's culture that's just something I can see, and you can edit that out if it came out wrong or whatever, but you know what I mean. I don't think I'm doing nothing for the culture. I don't know what he's talking about. I really don't. Because I don't see him doing that thing. Just because you, like I said, just because you have Black people on television with you does not equate to you doing anything for the culture. But anyways, I digress. Mm. Can we just staple his mouth shut for a couple of days? Uh-huh. Can we just staple his mouth shut for like a couple of days? I staple his mouth. <laughs> I sent you to learn about the culture, both African-American and African ancestry, because you definitely need it. And you are barred from ever making music a day in your life. So carry on. Who else did I say? Jay Lethal. I sent you to a dentist, bitch. You need help. Okay? You need to first go to the dentist. And then you go to the motherfucking doctor about that head. Because I feel like it's some sinister shit going on with your head. You need to go get that fixed. I don't know if they can stand that bitch down or whatever they can do, but you got to do something. Because it's scary how weird it's egg-headed. Like, your head is very much shaped like Humpty from Puss and Poop. You are giving very much rotten egg about the head, sir. I need you to do something about it. Also, your eyes are beady. You got some beady eyes. You know, they real... Tiny and ooh, just an ugly motherfucker. Just ugly. He's just ugly. <laughs> I also sent you to get some damn um Mitchell. Mitchell make beautiful um deodorant. That'll help stop your perspiration. And also, you need to buy yourself some Lumi. Now if you don't know what Lumi is. Lumi is this nice deodorant that come in a tube and you can put it all over the spots where your body perspire and you got B.O. Because I feel like you probably smell like open asshole when you be out there wrestling. So this Lumi, what the Lumi do
do is it keep you from having an odor in areas, you know, where your balls create that dick cheese at? Mm-hmm. You probably got a lot because I don't think you wash your ass properly. So you need to use that. They got all types of stuff. They got body wash and um, what else they got? Hold on. They got body wash. They got body wash, they got deodorant, they got all types of stuff, okay? So you could use that and help you get your your perspiring shit together because that's real nasty. Because you be wearing regular clothes and you be having pit stains underneath there. That shouldn't be. When you buy deodorant, okay, make sure it's antiperspirant. Okay, that stops you from sweating. Okay. So here's the natural shit. Do not use natural deodorant because everybody will fucking do it. It don't work. I don't care if nobody say all that native shit, it smells nice or whatever. But after about five hours, your ass gonna smell like ass and your armpits is gonna be sweating. Stop that. Ain't no use deodorant. No, I tried that shit because I was just like, okay, you know, because there's some days you just you feel gross under there and you're like, okay, cool, I'll just like use this to help detox it. Man. I smelled worse, and then like fuck, some fucking rash started showing up and making mm-hmm. itch and shit. I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm done with this shit. No, fuck mm-hmm. it. I'll stick with my chemicals. Thank you very much. Thanks. Okay. Because you know I mean, you got to get you some of that Dove's the antiperspirant deodorant spray. I keep a bottle of it in my purse. I keep a bottle of it in my room. It's one in the bathroom in each of this house. Okay, I don't play that shit. All right, you have to keep yourself together. Spray where you know you sweat at, that way you don't perspire in them areas. You have to spray everywhere, your bald head, underneath your nose, because I know your upper lip sweat. That's just nasty. You just gross. gross. You are just gross. You probably be slimy when they, uh-uh. I sent you to a shower. You need to use that Lumi shampoo, shower and um, body wash. Make sure you put some in your ass so you don't be stinking. Okay. And, and, and it's the holidays. It's the holidays. You got like Dr. Squash putting out like gift sets and shit. You can buy one of those and last you for a few months. Yeah, get there. And make sure you buy stuff for your teeth. What's left of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I sent you to a dentist and a good shower. And some type of surgeon for that weird ass head of yours. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I want you to do is wear a paper bag over your face. Okay. That's an, that's an improvement. So we don't have to look at you because you're just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Tyrus, honey, I said you to wear a black sheet like over your face, body. Everything, because you're just terrible to look at, too. You, you're horrible, okay? Um, you Like I said, you're like a bowl of clotted cream, and I just, I can't deal with it. I'm, it's disgusting, okay? And after the things that we have heard about your behavior, I can say that with no malice. Yeah, well, I do. I have a lot of malice in my heart for that, because you're a horrible person. So I can say that I can say that with no with all the malice that I can muster up. You're disgusting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, disgusting. And I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say it no plainer other than you just disgusting. Okay, so you and them, them clotted cream thighs of yours, y'all got Ew. to go. Y'all got to go, baby. Okay, I don't know what type of what what type, what you got going on in there. If you got yourself a skin problem or whatever, it don't matter. But it, every time you walk, it just look like like you're twerking, and I don't like it. I feel disrespected. So I'm gonna need for you to handle it. I don't know what you can do other than wear that cloak. What? I don't know what you can do other than put a cloak on because that'll take your whole body together because you and Otis got the same lima bean body shape syndrome. But the only difference is the only difference is I can stand and look at Otis because Otis is a sweet human being. Your ass is disgusting. Okay, you like one of them old dried out lima beans that's been sitting behind the stove for three years and ain't nobody been back there and it's covered in stove grease. No, you know what you know what he is? I just thought of this. Tyrus is Tyrus is one of those guys that will rock, walk around and look like absolute shit with like God thinking about that just makes me want to do a couple squats when we get done with the show tonight just because you know <laughs> shit. But, like, he's the kind of guy who probably judges women, too, for every little thing, like, flaw-wise. Like, oh, her ass too big, her tits too small. Like, bitch, have you seen yours? Your titties are bigger than mine. Period. Right there on that nipple. Just a mess. Mm-mm. Mm. Get it together, Cyrus, okay? We don't need to see mm. you, so so you've been sentenced to wear a black cloak when you out in public when you're in your house you can do whatever the hell you want because i'm not gonna be there for sure but since you out in the public and you have destroyed our eyeballs forcing us to look at you i sent you to wear a black cloak over yourself okay okay baby now tip and nicole and several other people we know have watched teddy hart documentary i haven't started it yet my kids been sick and I wanted to watch it tonight, but I'm probably going to go to bed because I'm tired. My ass has been up since 7 a.m. with her. Um, from what I've been told, it, it does make you very uneasy. It will make you very mad. If you don't know the situation with Teddy Hart, we did a podcast. You just have to scroll through it and find it. If you really want to find something quicker, just Google Teddy Hart and it'll come up. Um, this is a very serious situation. So when we do come back to the bonus episodes, we're gonna try to just keep it light like we usually try to do, but just a warning ahead of time. This is gonna be covering some very heavy shit. If you guys do not wanna hear about it, we completely understand. Um, um, who is next? Who is next? I already, uh, oh, it's Matt. It. No, it's oh. Matt. Man, I sent you to buy some shoes. Okay, that's the first thing. You need socks and shoes because I feel like your feet probably disgusting. They probably stink and they be dirty sometimes when you be out there. Boy, just nasty. I also sent you to wear a condom at all times because I feel like you's a nasty motherfucker. But yeah. we're gonna we're gonna try to make it as even as possible next time. So if y'all want us to roast certain wrestlers i did take into consideration as the ones y'all sent this time i'll put it out there again next month 
and we will use some of the people that y'all seeing. We'll pick them randomly and then we'll just roast them based off of what people have seen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got, I think we got two more podcasts. Those are bonus episodes that we're going to do. We're going to talk about Teddy Hart and his bullshit. Um, next year, we will start in January with our new podcast because Royal Rumble will have um, the picks for Royal Rumble will have started by the end. So mm-hmm. we got that going and we got to go. So y'all have a good evening, oh. good night. Uh, just to be real mushy real quick, um, because I know the next episode with the Teddy Hart thing, we won't be able, we won't be in the mood to do that because again, it's going to be serious. Um, to everyone who listens to the show, who has retweeted our stuff, who just thank you um, from the bottom of my heart. This show means a lot to all four of us. And um, I'm getting fucking emotional. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> just thank you guys for, for just, it's because of you guys that we keep doing this. And just, we've met so many cool people and you've had our back. You've had Tiff's back, Nicole's back, my back, whenever. Just thank you guys from the bottom of our heart. Thank you so much. Fuck, why am I crying? Ah. Okay, now I'm gonna go. Bye.